It's time for some straight talk. Tax returns could look a little different this year. So when the big carriers start trying to get you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get our unlimited plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Pip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome, Eric, to another wonderful Monday uh, night edition. How was your 4th of July weekend, bud? It was nice. Yeah, I had a good time. Nice. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything special? Went down the shore, just, you know, had a real had a real nice weekend. Yeah. Played some cornhole. Uh, won a uh, family championship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, Brody Cup. Yeah, I'll have to display it next show. Mm, okay. Well, I'm in... story behind it all. At this point, okay, I'm interested to, to learning about this, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, the same. I uh, just had uh, you know a few people over, had uh, had a little fun, but yeah, other than that, pretty good one. So, hopefully, everybody out there had a great Fourth of July weekend as well. Uh, kind of relax, celebrate, maybe uh, you know. Get your mind off of some of the craziness that's going on in the world. So yeah. <clears throat> hopefully uh, everybody was able to to do something of the sort. But, uh, you know, we were uh, tonight on the, tonight's episode. Hey, Peggy, how are you? Good to see you again. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, I can't start a watch party anymore. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I saw you have yours. So, so at least there's that. But um uh, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why uh, Facebook, Facebook's so messed up. Uh, like, half the time it allows you to share to multiple places at once, and then other times you have to individually share, and it's just, it's just very yeah. tedious. Um, not something that I really want to do <laughs> or spend my... Uh... Yeah, no, it'd be nice to just universal, uh, be able to just boom everything, you know. Have like a pre-setting to be able to just share uh, everything. Right. I mean, that would that would just be amazing if I could just hit one button and it goes yeah. everywhere and, and whatever. So, uh, hey Peggy, don't worry about it. Uh, oh, I, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, it, I'm so sorry oh, to hear so for your loss. Yeah. yeah, it's certainly. Um, don't apologize. Um, you know, obviously, family comes first, and um, yeah. we're we're glad to, to to be able to to you know share this with you. So. Sorry for for your loss, uh, for sure. Yeah, sit back, relax, my Peggy, and hopefully we'll take your mind off. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. So as I was saying, I was going to uh, finish off our um, uh, all yeah, NFC East yeah team. We got to do the defense, and we certainly will get to that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, of course, Peggy. Um, but unfortunately. 
some big breaking news happened just before yeah. we came on. And, and at first, it initially, uh, and I posted, initially it was reported, Patrick Mahomes signing a 10-year extension worth uh, $450 million. Um, that apparently was um, a lowball. Because uh, now the number is $503 million with $477 million guaranteed. $477 guaranteed. The largest contract prior to this was Trout, Mike Trout. He signed a 12-year, 427, I believe it was, right. uh, and, and change. <laughs> Change that I would happily take. <laughs> right. Um, this blows it out of the water, um, obviously. Um, so Mahomes is essentially um, going to be there for, uh, I think he has this year um, and another year plus the 10 years. So I think it goes right. to the end of uh, thir- 20, th- 2031. So. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is absolutely ridiculous. The dude gets half a billion dollars um, to be for the Chiefs quarterback uh, for the next, you know, 10, 11, 12 years. So basically, uh, if you're a Chiefs fan, you can feel safe going and get your Patrick Mahomes jersey. If you didn't feel that way already. Yeah, right. so for some reason, if you don't already have a Patrick Mahomes jersey, now you can finally go, you know what? I think I'm gonna do it now. Yeah, I think I think so. But, you know, it's only one Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm a little, yeah, you know, got my reservations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, definitely uh, funny, funny stuff there. But uh, yeah, he is getting paid. Uh, but what I think is great about this is, you know, this this affects the Eagles in many ways. Um, First, before the, the, the impact necessarily, it goes to show you that they signed Carson Wentz at the absolute right time because they knew, that, right, always ahead of the curve because they knew Mahomes was eventually going to be done. They knew that Dak is going to obviously want money. Deshaun Watson's there too. You know, there's a couple other, yeah, there's a couple other quarterbacks there that are, that are, that are going to be following suit. Uh, and Dak is obviously going to be wanting, uh, you know, his forty plus million. Oh, maybe. This just digs him into that forty million. Oh, a hundred percent. In fact, he's probably going to try and get more now, seeing how much Mahomes got, because maybe he's under the delusion that he is just as good as Patrick Mahomes. I don't see it. I don't think anybody sees it, but That's he might see it. He has to get in there and tell him, "Look, man, like." Yeah, let's let Patrick let's, Mahomes uh, on a whole new level. Yeah, so there's that. Um, so yes, funny, funny that Dak kind of thinks that way, but I'm glad this is happening now because it only solidifies the fact that the Cowboys are going to have to either overpay for Dak or let him go and basically uh, go with uh, the Red Rocket, uh, essentially. And it's funny to listen to uh, my co-host on Mike Sports. He's a okay with that scenario. Oh, I'm sure he has. I'm, I know that there's a probably a vocal minority of Cowboys fans that are just not, uh, you know, DAC uh, supporters. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he's always liking Dalton. He's got a soft spot for him because uh, Dalton plays the high school that he lives right down the street from uh, in, in Katy, Texas. Yeah. 
good old Katy, Texas. Um, uh, no, yeah, what the heck? Oh, uh, yeah, weird. Well, uh, if you're from uh, Houston, he'll know exactly where Katy is. Yeah, oh, well, that's right. That is certainly. Formerly, though, of Odessa, Texas. Not sure how far away that is. Um, it's a little bit, yeah. Gotcha. Well, uh, anyway, yeah, so that not only is this great, it proves that the Eagles signed Carson Wentz, uh, and I'm not trying to compare Carson with Mahomes. That's not what's happening. It's just, unfortunately, the nature of the business is the next person up just keeps getting a little bit more and a little bit more. Not saying that anybody is going to break this Mahomes uh, record contract anytime soon. No, I think it's understood that this one goes ahead of the curve. Like this yeah. one but uh, it'll still uh, just add more value to the next contract and the next contract. And that is sure. obviously, you know, the fact that we were able to save, you know, so much money. If we waited till this year, my God. Uh, oh, yeah, this would have been insane. This would have been... Yeah, yeah, this would have been absolutely nuts. Um, so yeah, so there's there is that. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know th that money saved will certainly be uh, well spent elsewhere. Uh, but obviously, on the flip side of that, you know, we mentioned the Cowboys. They literally are just going to either have to pay Dak Prescott way more than they want to and hamstring that team that already has big contracts in in Cooper and in, in Lawrence. Okay. Uh, and their their linebackers are going to have to get paid. Uh, Smith and um, uh, yeah, Van Van Der Esch. Van Der Esch, thank you. Um, I was going to say Van Noy, but I was like, nope, it's a Van something. Uh, Van Der Esch, yes, thank you. Um, Zeke going to get paid. Sure. So <laughs> I don't know where all this money's going. Uh, did he? Oh well, you're right, you're right. But he's getting paid. Uh, you know, top uh, top running back money. So I'm not sure exactly where Dallas is thinking they're going to get all this money. So, you know. Yeah, and, yeah I don't think the, the cap's going to go up as much as they project or originally projected because, you know, God knows where you're going to make this money. I know another story that we're going to talk about tonight is um, the cutting of preseason games. The, the players' uh, union voted with for the idea of canceling the preseason altogether. And now that's not an official thing. Like, no, but I it's being discussed. Official, but it's a dis yeah, it's a discussion. Yeah. Um, if they don't get the revenue from that, that's going to affect, you know, what goes into next year's salary cap. Sure. So, yeah, the, the, in a real tight spot. Right. Well, cause the rise of the salary cap isn't necessarily guaranteed. And if you're, no. You know, losing money essentially, or at least not gaining as much as you're used to during you know normal seasons. Well, think about it. If normally you get you know had revenue from ten games, you're taking twenty percent of your revenue away, which it's not really twenty percent of your revenue. No, but you're but... taking you know a couple preseason games away, it's maybe five percent of your revenue because you still do get butts and seats, and even the seats that you don't actually have people in. They probably bought most of those seats because you have to buy them as a season ticket holder. Yeah. Now you're you're. That's a discussion for another day. Well, yeah, you're you're right. But um, so yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, anything that can hamstring the Cowboys and their salary cap, definitely all for, because they're yeah. they're they're not going to be able to afford everyone. So uh, things, you know, obviously they weren't able to afford everyone this off season and. 
half of their defensive backfield just left. Uh, sure. So, you know, we saw it uh, last year. We're going to see it again this year. They're they're tight. They're tight, and, and man, it's like, going to be fun watching them try to score them out of this. Because I feel like that, that's a team that you're going to watch the regression, and you're going to watch just, you know, I, I never thought Dak was that good. I thought he was a product of you know, them having good and affordable talent around them. Yeah. And they haven't done a good enough job in the drafts that followed of continuing that push of that younger talent that they can continue to just build around that and let guys leave and then fill them in with other, you know, with other draft picks. They haven't done a good job of that. No, no, they certainly haven't. Um, so, yeah, so if you're just uh, tuning in and you're not aware uh, Patrick Mahomes has just signed the largest contract in sports history. Ten years, $503 million, 477 of that is guaranteed. That's a lot of freaking money. In fact, uh, he probably could turn that money back around and buy a minority stake of the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> I'd be surprised if somewhere down the line you see him do, do something like that. I I wouldn't be surprised. I've always wondered why more players don't do something like that, where like a group put it in the contractor and say, "Hey, let's all like become minority owners in another team." And like, you know, it's like all of a sudden now the players would run the league as owners. Then, well, yeah, it's certainly an idea, and and you know, again, you'd have to get the right. I think you'd really have to just get the right group of people together to do that so right and i think you'd, you'd have to get some business guys in there with you i know emmett smith was part of a group that tried to buy a franchise at one point yeah yeah i mean look at Derek jeter uh you know buying right. uh you know part of the marlins and you and know uh young carlos stanton to the yankees <laughs> right not bitter about that at all no <laughs> i was gonna say you do you think he did that on purpose <laughs> collusion yeah uh, so, uh, hold on, uh, Peggy, uh, do you think the cow turds will get Jamal Adams? Uh, no. No. Honestly, even if they, even if they want him, even if Jamal Adams is begging to go to Dallas, how the heck are they going to afford him? That is the main thing well, he's... Just gonna, like, we don't, they're going to be able to afford the guys they have on their Right, list. much less adding a star. Yeah. Who, by the way, is leaving for the number one reason is his contract. He wants a new contract. He wants to be paid like one of the best safeties in the game, which he is. Sure. And he's still, you know, finishing the last years of his rookie contract. Still a very good rookie contract, I might might add. But, yeah, no, he absolutely wants money and probably will not go to anywhere unless he gets a, you know, a new contract. So that means... Yeah, I think that would be part of the deal that's made that the, right. the team that trades for him would immediately... Have to give him a new deal yeah so again um they may want to give uh, up the world they'll give up all their picks it does not matter i just do not see how they're going to be able to afford to bring in jamal adams much less continue to to pay because dak dak essentially is just signed his franchise tender so that's what that's over 30 million dollars so you know that's a large sum you sure. know, that's either you're not you're not spreading anything out over any years. It's all one year. It's all one hit. So, uh, again, I just uh, I just don't see how this is possible. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see them try. 
but it would only just mean that they're going to have to get rid of somebody uh, you know, just as important to their team at this point. Uh, as much as I would hate to see somebody like Jamal Adams going there, um, it, I know it would cripple them, even if they could somehow figure it out. I just still don't know how that's possible. But anyway, but yeah, so uh, that's that. Uh, there hasn't been uh, any really update rumors. I did see a random one. You know, one of those unnamed sources, verified, blah, 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 that Eagles and the Jets are finalizing something. Like, I I just don't understand why people post stuff or put stuff out there. And, like, you know. I think a lot of people put stuff out there because, you know, on the off chance that it's right. They look like a genius, but. Yeah, they look like genius. And if it's wrong, who cares? Everybody puts out a ton of stuff, like. Well, right, and that's unfortunately the, the nature of the business right now, and it's just bad journalism, uh, right. in, my, in my opinion. I, I just think you, you know. Well, it's craziness. It's you hear one person say something, and it's you want to get that story out before anybody else. Rather than confirm it, triple confirm it. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it is what it is, I and suppose. It, yeah, and it seems to be a problem not only in sports journalism, but just journalism in general. <laughs> yeah, now you're 1,000% you're right, so. Um, yeah, so uh, let's get into uh, the all NFC East defense. Yeah. We'll try to get uh, through this as much as possible. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll st- maybe we'll stretch it out to next week. Um, mm-hmm. You know that way we're not rushing. Uh, gives us more to talk about next time. Uh, so let's start uh, with the defensive line and let's just go from there. If we can get through uh, to the linebackers, great. Uh, so this one is going to be uh, pretty uh, pretty good. Uh, let's just go with the defensive end. We're going to go one defensive end, one D tackle. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we'll probably do one outside linebacker, one middle linebacker. We'll do... Part of me wants to do two corners, but I'll stick with one corner. Yeah, I think we just, for the sake of what we've been doing, yeah. Yeah. One corner. And, one, and then what do you think? One safety or a free and a, and a strong? Because um, I feel um, like, I feel like a lot of people go <laughs> go both ways, uh, safety wise. So it's kind of hard yeah, to pinpoint people. So I'm fine with just the one. All right. Well, then let's do that. Uh, defensive end. Uh, obviously, let's start with the Eagles. Pretty friggin' easy. Yeah. Um, definitely Mike Mamola. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was close. Um, I thought maybe Mike Mamola. Um, maybe Derek Barnett. Um. Oh yeah. I mean, he's clearly already. Yeah, the goat. He's the goat. <laughs> now, obviously, we're talking about one Reggie White, the Minister of Defense, uh, number ninety-two, uh, number one in our hearts. A clear choice for the Eagles. It's not even oh, close. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that well, that was a nice and easy one. Um, you know, maybe not for for the rest of uh, of them. Um, I'm going to go with the New York Giants. Um, I think this one's a pretty easy one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Michael Strahan. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue that one. Michael Strahan, you know, most sacks in a single season, you know, with an asterisk. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, with the gift wrap from far at the end there. Um, Mm. So, yeah, it's definitely Michael Strahan. Okay. Um, 
All right, pretty pretty easy. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, Eric. What do you what do you think? I would assume uh, you know Charles Haley would be would be in that discussion. Um. Okay. Um, That's what I was thinking. Well, you know, um, my question is because I know he spent a lot of time in San Francisco. Um, right. I'm thinking maybe Demarcus Ware just because of the longevity of his career. Sure. Um. You know, maybe maybe Randy White. Um, Randy White's another good name. Um, I'm willing to go with you on Ware. Ware was okay. Ware was a beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he really was. I would say that Haley was more of a 49er. Yeah, I, 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 I probably. Yeah, I feel like it was pretty even. I think if we looked it up, I think they had similar number of years in each uh, city. Well, let's let's look it up. Mr. One Charles Haley. All right, let's see. This will determine it for sure. Um, all right, uh, let's see his professional career. So, okay. Why is this being weird? Just give me the information. Uh, it's sending me to another website. Oh, that's nice of it. Yeah, thank you. So we played 10, or I'm sorry, 12 total seasons. Had 100.5 uh, sacks. Um, and, of course, where did it just go? <laughs> this thing is just messing with me, man. It's not wanting to give me... Uh, What's the fight? I, I don't know. It just keeps like bouncing me to other websites. I just want to get a little stats, you know, year by year, maybe, or oh, yeah. something. Jeez, is that so hard? Come on. Uh, all right. Let's see. Charles Haley. Uh, Cowboys career, 1992 to 96. Wow, that was not a long career there. So that, that answers it. That's four years there, and then I want to say, I guess it's eight years in San Francisco. Yeah, because he, he went from the Niners to San, to Cowboys and then back to the Niners. Okay. So, so yeah. Uh, all right. So then that's clear that we'll go with DeMarcus Ware. Uh, Washington Redskins. This one's a little, uh, little tougher. Um, I was kind of going through some of the all-time Washington Redskins guys. And, uh, you know, I, I think of people like, you know, like Dexter Manley. Uh, but again, you know, probably not, uh, probably wouldn't put him up there. Um, let's see. I just had a list here. My my internet is doing great um, today. Um, let's see. Where was it? Where was it? Uh, I think. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, maybe I was right. Maybe it was. It is Dexter Manley. Um, uh, he's the career sack leader. Ninety-seven and a half. Super Bowl champion. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm not really seeing anybody else who kind of comes close. Um, you say maybe Kerrigan, but uh, yeah, yeah, but he's more—I'd say more of an outside linebacker. Charles Mann uh, was another one. Yeah, yeah, I think Manley was better than Mann. I think so too. All right, so there we have it: Reggie White, Michael Strahan, Demarcus Ware, and Dexter Manley. I—I I mean. I, I think it's a two-horse race here. And I think it's a... And I, I, 
I think it's a it's a Philadelphia Eagle uh, victory. Absolutely, it's Reggie White. Okay. So right now we have five for the Cowboys, none for the Giants and the Redskins, and three for the Eagles. <laughs> I feel like it's just like the way today's NFC two horse race between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Alright. Um, okay, let's go with uh, D-Tackle. Um, I think for um, I think for well, let's start with the Cowboys. I think it's between two people. It's between uh, Bob Lilly, who played in the 60s and 70s, uh, mm-hmm. and Randy White, who kind of basically took over for, for Bob Lilly 70s into the 80s. Um, yeah. I would say... I have a lean towards Randy White. Maybe that's just because I didn't see him play. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he retired in 88. I think he was in, in the, you know, Dallas for maybe a year or two more. Um, so I'm, I'm going with, going with uh, Randy White um, for sure. So let's go with Randy White. Uh, let's go over to the Eagles, Eric. And uh, I want to kind of get your thoughts on who you think – would be the Eagles. Boy, uh, this is going to be a tough one because, I mean, you can make the case for Fletcher Cox right now. You could. Clyde Simmons. Um, you could. Uh, you could make the case for, um, or it's the defensive end and uh, JB was the defensive back. I can never remember which was which. Well, uh, Br- Jerome Brown? D-tackle. Yeah. D-tackle. Then then Cl- that would make Clyde was the other Yes. I, mean, I would go J.B., J.B., Fletcher Cox. Um, I mean, Jerome Brown was technically only there for four or five, five years. Yeah, five years. Uh, and, Ka- and again, maybe I'd go that way because he was my favorite player when I was little. There's and, more sentimentality with it. I yeah, got it. Yeah, maybe. Um, um, but I mean, and Fletcher Cox to me, like, I have that same feeling when I watch Fletcher Cox as when I watch Jerome Brown. And so maybe that's just why I love Fletcher Cox so much. And you can go ahead and pull that sound so when you want to say that I love Cox. Like, hey, you said it, man. <laughs> if, if I if I was better at this audio stuff, I would absolutely have already yeah, pulled. I would have already that. pulled it. I would have already pulled it and been replaying it over and over and over again. <laughs> Believe me. Uh, that would be on a freaking loop. That'd be my ringtone. <laughs> um, Everything's got any kind of alert. I love guns. <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to let you pick. Cox or Brown? Um, I guess I'll go Cox. Okay. I think just, you know, Jeff, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um all right, uh, moving on to the Washington Redskins. Uh, I was trying to look to see maybe yeah. who was a good D tackle for the Redskins. Uh, they had a lot of good defensive tackles. Yeah, I mean they had uh, they had a bunch of good DNs. They you know right, and those edge pass rushers, and since like since they you know they're back and forth with the three four and the four three. I feel like sometimes that means you miss on a lot of defensive tackles. Sure. Um, yeah. These two roles are just different, and so they, you know, like it just. So yeah, I don't. Gosh, who would even be a good candidate for it? I'm literally looking, and I'm not finding anybody that's halfway decent. Uh, I'm just looking at like all-time lists. Um, right. 
Oh, here we go. Let's look, look at the all-time all Redskins roster. Maybe they've uh, figured out. Uh, oh, no. They didn't even do that. Uh, I hate when they just list them one through, you know, whatever. I hate that. And it's like, yeah. well, build, build a lineup. Build a lineup. Um, yeah. Uh, here we go. Dave Butts. It's the first person I see. Uh, Dave I Butts. Believe? Yeah. I'm literally gonna go with Dave Butts uh, because I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to think about this anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, moving on to uh, the Giants. The Giants and their defensive tackles. Um, Again, I don't feel like any defensive tackles really stood out for them. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about it too, and. I'm not really, I, I think all the Giants, they had some great defensive ends. They had some great linebackers. Um, but, yeah, I am, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Are you about to say the NFC the East best defensive tackle, Patrick Cox? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'd be willing to say that. Um, but uh, let's see. Right, here we go. Um, Keith Hamilton, apparently, uh, Hamilton, uh, the, ha the hammer, uh, 63 and a half sacks over a 12 year career. Okay. I'd say, uh, I'd say that works. Um, all right. Hamilton it is. So you have Keith Hamilton, you have Fletcher Cox, Randy White, and, uh, Jim Butts. Uh, for the defensive tackle. It's between Randy White and Fletcher Cox. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I'll, I'll kind of see what you want to say, but I honestly, I'm going to go with Randy White. No offense to Fletcher Cox. Again, the man's still playing, and in the end, may end up being. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if we do this list in maybe three more years, maybe Fletcher Cox is the number one. All right. So I'm going to say Randy White right now. Yeah. All right. So we'll give uh, the Cowboys, unfortunately, another selection. Does that mean they clinched it? Uh, let's see. No, they're only three up. <clears throat> so, uh, and considering the Giants are probably going to win line, one of the linebackers, yeah. uh, that means we're going to have to win at least one of the other linebackers, which probably won't happen, and we're going to have to win corner and safety, which safety we, we probably got. Yeah, I feel comfortable. <laughs> so why don't, we, why don't we save the linebackers and the... Um, the D-backs for next week. Daryl, hey, what's going on, buddy? Uh, Daryl says, now yeah, since... We can go secondary. Yeah, we can go back seven next week. Yeah. Uh, Daryl says, now since Mahomes, the... the uh, I'm assuming get a uh, huge hug and paid. Uh, uh, yeah, well, he's getting paid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ma makes you wonder on Dak and his contract situations. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. we were talking about that earlier. Uh, it for sure uh, makes you wonder what's going to happen. Um, you know. Well, what did they have until to negotiate a long-term deal? I th think it's uh, mid-July. July 14th, I, th yeah. I want to say 17th, but yeah, you could be right. So I'd say another like week or two at mm -hmm. most. So, uh, you know. Well, and I mean, we should be finding out if they're getting close by the time we do our show next week, because, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I always I like to say, deadlines spur an action, and so, like, we're going to hear something next week, whether or not they're going to 
go to the long-term deal, so we'll get to talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah uh, hopefully. Uh, honestly, I would love to see a similar contract to, to Dak. Um, <laughs> that would just make me happy. Uh, you know, good for Dak, but you, you're not even worth Two hundred and fifty. I'm all, I'm all for any player getting whatever they can. Oh sure, I just don't think Dak Prescott is worth half that money in ten years. No, I, I don't either. But he and doesn't not know just that. Because of the whole, oh, no football players worth that amount. No, I think Mahomes is absolutely no, worth that much money. Right. That dude is going to pro- most likely win another couple Super Bowls, uh, for for the Chiefs if they yeah, don't screw it up. Major League Baseball put a thing out, uh, like a fun game to play um, to guess the next decade worth of uh, champions. If I'm doing that same thing for the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are getting at least two of my Super Bowls in this next decade. Mm, yeah, 1,000%, yes. So, um, definitely. But um, So, I, I, I wanted to bring this up to you. Now, again, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you uh, received a letter at all, but some of these season ticket holders officially received a letter basically um, giving season ticket holders the option to opt out of their season tickets this year. Um, free, you know, freeze payments and all that, and everything would essentially just get transferred to next year. Um, to where, you know, whatever you may have paid for this year already gets transferred to next year. Um, so you're all set. And that well, this way, you don't lose your season tickets. You can Which, just... I mean, we talked about this. Like, yeah. I love that idea. I love that people do it. I think that's the right right move. Yeah. I um, haven't gotten that letter, um, but I did get something saying that uh, July 1st payments were no longer due. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we yeah, got I'm that too. Paid in full. So, <laughs> um, paid in full. Uh, I mean, the tickets are paid. You had nothing to do with it. No, no, I had nothing to do with it. But I also owe the Eagles nothing. Right, that is true. You do owe the Eagles nothing. Um, all except for your heart. No, they, they owe that. Yeah, and your sweat and tears. Yeah. Lots of tears. They're probably looking for a good exchange rate and getting rid of those. But. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so so not only with this opt-out now, uh, you've also heard of the potential of teams, um, uh, or maybe even the NFL, asking fans to sign a waiver. Um, basically, you know, protecting themselves as they should that should you get COVID or you know uh, yeah. because of the lack of social distancing that would be at a football game that you can't blame the team you know if you're if you're sitting there you don't have a mask on or right you get COVID and you know you get sick you can't see the team yeah that's on you and so so what's your thoughts if they 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 end up doing that do you think it's a good I think thing? It's a good move for them. Okay. Um, I know it comes across as a little bit of cold-hearted, but yeah, a little protective you of yourself. I feel like that's that's a good move in lieu of saying we're not going to have fans there. Like if fans opt not to come, they don't opt to come. Like they're already giving season ticket holders that out. If they want to, you know, just put everything that they paid this year for next year, you're not going to lose your seat. I think that's a first-class move by yeah. you know, the NFL and 
Okay, so if you don't feel comfortable doing it, that's fine. You don't have to. No, yeah, in fact, uh, person, I would. I would. I would. I would, re- would and go. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm obviously going to go. Um, yeah. But um, I certainly recommend anybody who doesn't feel comfortable oh, yeah, to do that. Um, you know, we were, I was just talking about this at work. You know, there's our company's decision is to bring back, you know, of, the, of those who have been working at home. 50% of the workforce and kind of alternating week week on, week off type shifts. Um, and, you know, I talked to other friends of ours and some of them are not returning back to their jobs uh, in physically in the office until next year. Uh, in fact, a lot of places are kind of doing that, or at least in, until, you know, the fall. Sure. Um, and in fact, since it yeah, is a, a few friends that are doing that as well. Yeah, you know, since it's a company policy, um, there have actually even been departments that have decided, you know what? No, we're just going to continue to work from home. So the begs the kind of question is like, well, you know, well, you know, I, I get it if they don't feel comfortable, but like, you know, speak up. Like there have been people that have been like, you know what? I, I appreciate you guys wanting to try to get everything back to normal, but I don't feel comfortable being here. Um, so people have done that. And I think they shouldn't be uh, punished either. No, and, no, I agree. And I think I think very similarly in, in, when it comes to going to Eagles games, if you do not feel comfortable, this is your absolute chance to speak up and say, you know what? I don't know what the landscape's going to be like in two months, but mm-hmm. right now I feel like I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable. I'm gonna I'm gonna say forgo it, put my money towards next year, and you know I'll see you in 2021. Um, right. And, if, and I don't blame a single. Fan I don't blame a single fan whatsoever. And you know what? I have season tickets with with a buddy of ours. If he says to me, you know what, I just can't do it. Um, you know I don't I don't feel comfortable. Um, I you know sure I would say you know what I'll I'll gladly take them, uh, but. If his decision is, you know what, we're gonna forgo it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him one bit. Sure, wouldn't blame yeah. him one bit. Uh, he better be coming over to watch the games though, and tell you that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, because well, especially because I'm, work, I'm working back there, getting getting stuff ready for the season. Well, the first away game, I know um, Laura wants to do a big thing. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and then. After that, I don't know how much more she'll be committed towards having people over because that was always my dad's thing. Right, and I'll, and there's it's always that. Because the family came over. But right, like, right. And, and listen, uh, I would respect it if she did. I'd respect it if she didn't. Um, I get both sides of the coin there. Um, I'll certainly love to throw my hat. At least one game, I will come. I will go and watch a game. Well, I was gonna say I'd love to throw my hat in the ring. To, to, take to, to be the new tradition for away I, games. Just saying. But, hey, I, absolutely. Good. Yeah. Well, I love, yeah, because. I bring that up because I know, still playing, no matter what, I want to do something. You know, I turned 40 this year in August. Yeah, you old, you old bastard. Big, I know, right? Even if we can't do the big bash that I'd love to do, um, <laughs> you know, because I, I don't want, just like we just talked about. I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable, feel like they're like slighting me if they don't come. If you're not comfortable, I don't want you there nervous and scared that you're gonna Right. hundred percent. And that's again, that is the same thing for being in the stadium. Like right. 
are are they going to be like you know what maybe ha, you know if they if they do six feet what what would you say that's one out of every one out of every four maybe yeah something like that right so one out of every four seats are, are going to be having to be staggered and then you're going to have to go row to row you're going to have to stack so there's going to be one person here there's going to be one person here and then there's going to be one you, person like, here the person behind me the person in front of me they're not six feet from me now so how many rows do you think that is probably four right yeah probably about an equal amount so four to the right four to the left four ahead four back i think that would give you at least six feet on all sides 28 on our dividend of four because i want to make sure i'm there (laughs) well i'm assuming what would have to happen is like they'd have to stagger that too well and and they probably they would be like okay you know row 16 you know a dividend of four if they get their seat, they get to go, like, middle of row four gets to go. Well, no, you can't do that because that's not fair to the people in row well, five, the people in row three. Right, I think what they're going to have to do. Like one week they go, one week they go. Right, you know. well, I think what they're going to have to do is figure out however the distance is and measure out how that works, how many seats or how many people that can actually attend a game with the proper social distancing in the stadium. So as we said, if it's one every four. And I think one of the things they're gonna to wanna to do right away first, just get that waiver out there, get everything and see, you know, who responds. How many, right. And then you can figure out, okay, like, cause if you have a, like, if your list Thanks, Chris. people who signed it are, are not to say, okay, like they can maintain social distance based on how many people have said, yeah, they wanna go with people who said, no, they don't. It's right. perfect. You let them go, and, uh, and you're fine. Right. So, so say it ends up being. You evaluate after I think you get the list. Because right. Because you're gonna have to put a deadline on when you're. Sure. Yeah. No, they do. I think they do. They have until a certain deadline to opt out. But let's just say, for the sake of saying, it's ten thousand people, right? Mm-hmm. So you figured out ten thousand people can go, and depending on you know how many season ticket holders that ends up being that opt in. You know, maybe it's yeah. Maybe hey, you know, you'll you'll get to go to four games. The other right. guys will get to four four games, and you know, we'll we'll apply money to next year or whatever it ends up being. But you're and also I, yeah, that's fine. You're also um, gonna have to update and switch people's seats. You know, so say if you know, let's just say for the sake of argument, a whole entire section of season tickets are like, yeah, we're in. Well, they're not going to be able to sit next to each other like that. You're going to have to spread them the heck out. So right. you're going to have to give people updated se- season tickets. And, uh, and well, hopefully that is the way they go now with the, uh, the digital tickets that you send to your phone. You tell them, hey, this is your section, this is your row, this is your seat. Right. For- Absolutely. It would, it would not be that hard to update it. And hopefully that's end up what I end up they, uh, you know, they do. And honestly, I, I hope that not to sound you know bad but I, I i i hope that enough people opt out for that to happen um and, and i'm not obviously saying that in any way of i'm hoping that people opt out and don't go but well, for the sake of the group control I, people feel safe right that's what i'm saying i i hope right i hope people are are you know feel safe and comfortable and outspoken enough to say you know what i just the, i'm not 100 percent on this I would feel a lot better if if this wasn't the case. So we'll see how it all works out. I'm assuming this time next month we'll have a much much clearer idea of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think things are gonna.
Yeah, so uh, I mean, that year around middle of August. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they gotta be really. They gotta be formulating plans right now. Oh, I would. Ha- I would assume they had plan A, B, C, and D. Maybe yeah. even E. Uh, but I think the deadline to opt out. I think they've get basically given people two weeks. Okay. Maybe more. Maybe it's a, maybe it's three. But um, just to say, you know what? Yeah, I don't think this year would be a good idea. So. Right. We'll see, uh, you know, what's what's going to happen, but uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated. Certainly, everybody stay locked here, not only to the Football Smack Talk Show uh, Facebook page, uh, but also everything under the Phillyverse Facebook page. You can also check us out on Instagram and Twitter, at Philly underscore verse. Um, so check us out there for any updates, breaking news. Uh, just general information. Uh, so check this out. Make sure you like it, you follow it, you share it, you comment. Uh, what other you know buttons Facebook has nowadays? Just hit them all. Do what Facebook says. They are all knowing. And follow Facebook blindly. Follow, yeah, blindly, blindly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you everybody who uh, came and commented. Peggy. Uh, Daryl, of course, and uh, those of you who helped share the show. Special shout out uh, to Mike, who uh, shared the crap out of the show. Uh, so if you're seeing us for the first time, welcome to the Phillyverse. Uh, welcome to Football Smack Talk Show. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the Phillyverse, we are a podcast network. Uh, very small, but we're growing. Uh, we've got four shows, obviously, every Monday night at 7.30 is the Football Smack Talk Show. Uh, Tuesday is, is the Philly Broadcast with Ryan and Ryan at 8.30. Wednesdays, exclusively on YouTube, is Mike Sports, uh, Eric and Landry, Eagle fan, Dallas fan, hilarity ensues. Uh, yeah. And Thursday, the TLC podcast with uh, Eric and Joe talking all things wrestling. Uh, and we got a couple other shows in the pipe that we're just getting ironed out. Uh, things are a little slow, obviously, with uh, with the quarantine. So, um, but yeah, so we'll we'll be pumping those out uh, relatively soon, um, and uh, you can also just check out everything out uh, on our Facebook page. So, uh, other than that, I think that's it for us. Uh, hope that everybody had a wonderful Fourth of July. Eric, uh, do you have anything to add before we get on out of here? No. All right, keeping that streak alive. Absolutely love it. Uh, so that's it for us. So we want to thank everybody for uh, for being a part of this. Make sure you like, share, and follow. So for the Football Smack Talk show, I'm Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 66 days to go. Ooh, that's almost two months, folks. Hopefully things stay as they are and uh, it might actually happen. So yeah, absolutely. So all right, everybody, have a good night. We'll see you next week, and I'll see you tomorrow on the Philly Broadcast. Have a good night, everybody. Go Birds!